All right, let's see who's on the docket today. Oh, a cornerback from Alabama, Trayvon Diggs. I wonder if there's any relation to... Stefan. Crossy Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to an episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom Grassi. And yes, today we are going to be breaking down Alabama cornerback Trayvon Diggs. Now, you might be sitting there going, wait a minute, Tom, why are we talking about cornerbacks when we can talk about inside linebackers like Queen? Or we can talk about wide receivers because there's so many of them, or offensive tackles, or even quarterback. Well, here's the thing. There, as I mentioned in the top five needs for the Green Bay Packers in the 2020 draft, cornerback is up there because there's so many question marks. Kevin King is an unrestricted free agent starting next year, and obviously his play has been inconsistent. Josh Jackson, who knows what the hell is going on with him? He hasn't seen the field. Tremont Williams, are we going to re-sign him? Who knows, but he can't last forever, even though he did very, very well last season. So there's a lot of question marks going on at cornerback. And so I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that Goody picks up that phone, or he's on Skype, however they're going to do the draft, and he's basically going to make the call to get a cornerback. And Trayvon Diggs is one of the top corners that is being projected to either go late first round or early second round. So, let's talk about him. 6'1", 205 pounds, 32-inch arms. This guy is lanky, and it shows on tape. I saw a few plays where he got beat over the top, but he was almost always able to dive over and knock it away with his hands just because he has that length. And that's just something that really can't be coached. He just has those physical attributes that make him very, very coveted by NFL teams. Now, obviously, he is the younger brother of Stefan Diggs, which has also put a bit of a magnifying glass on him. And so you would say that obviously he's gotten some help and, you know, from wide receivers and on top of that, he used to be a wide receiver. In 2016, he was a wide receiver for Alabama. In 2017, he transitioned over to be a cornerback, uh, but he was a non-starter, only had three passes defended. In 2018, he was actually a starter. However, he broke his foot after six games. But even in that span where he only played six games, he had six passes defended, one interception, and 18 solo tackles, so that was pretty good. And in 2019, he was finally able to play a full season, and he had a pretty damn good season. Played 12 games, 20 solo tackles, three interceptions, one pick six, eight passes defended, two fumble recoveries, and one for a touchdown. So, I mean, that was pretty damn impressive. I mean, he only allowed 22 receptions in 2019 on 52 targets, and PFF gave him the seventh best coverage grade amongst cornerbacks um, in the nation. So, yeah, he only allowed one touchdown. These are pretty impressive stats. Uh, on top of that, looking at some of the negatives from 2019, he did miss six tackles because he is a little bit over-aggressive. He got penalized four times as well because he can be caught holding or for pass interference. But some of the good things is he has faced some of the top receiver prospects that are going to go in the first round this year. He also is a special teams guy, so he does have experience in the return game, which, you know, listen, we, we're bringing back Swerve and Irvin, which is great, but could potentially help us out there. Uh, and like I said, the, be the best thing about him is that he has great extension um, and he has that he, he has that knowledge of, you know, the route tree that wide receivers run. So he does definitely have a ton of upside. Now, 
here's where I, I have a problem. So I was looking at Trayvon Diggs and, and I saw all the stats and I was like, wow, these are impressive. I actually went, the first thing I did, because usually in this process, what I do is I actually go and look at highlights first just to see like, okay, what's the best that this guy can offer? And if you go and you check out highlights, it's super duper impressive. The plays that he's able to make, the 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 fingertip knockdowns of the ball is is great. And then what I do is I look at his stats and then I look at the game log and I see, okay, where are some games where I, I take a, a bunch of games and I look through the tape and, and see, you know, where he, you know, he can improve some of his best games and some of his worst games. Um, by far, his worst game this year was against LSU. Good God. Now, obviously, LSU was just a freight train this year with Joe Burrow, uh, top wide receivers. But this guy, man, oh, my God, he got demolished during that game. He really, really struggled. Uh, he got beat bad three times by Jamar Chase. I mean, bad. One for a touchdown. Um, one was a blown tackle. He got blown up by their running back, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, he got demolished by him. Uh, and I had seen him make some nice open field tackles, but he, and again, you know, credit where credit is due, he is going up against a running back. But um, the thing that really stuck out to me is that a few things. One, he definitely needs work. He definitely, I don't know if he could be a day one starter, even though he'd be coming into the Packers, where there are a bunch of people that are currently supposed to play cornerback for us. So, I mean, he could learn from guys like Jair Alexander. He's pretty good at playing on the outside. Um, but my main concern is that he is so raw that we would just throw him into the fire and he wouldn't do well. And I think the other main concern is that he's only played one full season. It is very obvious and evident after the tape that I was looking at that he still needs to grow and that he is still not fully used to being a cornerback, which makes sense because he transitioned from a wide receiver over into being a CB. So all that being said, for me, picking in the first round, you know, I, I think that we have to target other positions like wide receiver, offensive tackle, inside linebacker, just so I think it makes a little bit more sense and we need people to participate and contribute right now. However, I could see cornerback being a huge issue that Goody wants to address in the early rounds. So for example, like one of the big things that sticks out to me as well is that he is slow to turn around. Um, and that if you look at the highlights too, that this is like a good thing and a bad thing is that when he does turn around, he usually makes the play. And I feel like some of the plays in his highlight reel as well could have been avoided if he turned around sooner, But um, and it wouldn't have been as impressive, but he still made the play for, for the majority of the time. And again, listen, the guy is definitely a good player and I think could go on to be a very good football player in the NFL. But my main concern is that if we are drafting to try to fill major, major holes and we were looking for guys to contribute day one, I would potentially look at wide receiver because I think that's going to help out a little bit more or, or offensive tackle or inside linebacker. Um, so if he falls to the second round, I wouldn't mind it. If he falls to the second round where we are, I think Goody will definitely take a chance on him. Uh, I also wouldn't be surprised if, again, the Packers trade out of the first round just to get an early second round pick and we might pick him up there. For me, Trayvon Diggs is definitely going to be a developmental kind of CB and... I just don't know if we have the time for it right now. But again, it also would be nice to really be able to secure that secondary. So let me know what you think down in the comments below. Do you think cornerback is literally... Do you think cornerback is 
a position of great need? Do you think that we should take a chance on Trayvon Diggs? Again, he went up against some really good competition. It's just going against Jamar Chase, man. He got annihilated. It was bad. But let me know what you think. You can also find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the Patreon members over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, go back, go. Go back, go.